Welcome, everybody, to Blissfully Aware, the show in which three opinionated people discuss what's going on in fandom and nerd news in general. I am Bliss, and as always, I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Kelty and Kendra. Hello. Hello, everyone. So you guys, it's super hot up in Vancouver again? It's not super hot. It's not as bad as it was. It's more than 15 degrees cooler than it was when it was like 45 degrees C, which is about 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, we were cooking alive. (laughs) Which is unlivable in a city with no air conditioning. (laughs) And brick buildings. Yeah, and we live in a brick building that's 100 years old, so it was basically a pizza oven, and I was getting in and out of the shower. Basically. But yeah, this is 28 degrees C, which is enjoyable. At least in comparison. I'm glad you're not baking alive. I prefer you to, you know, be uncooked, I guess. Raw, unfiltered, something. Um, anyway, bad transition. (laughs) Uh, We are finally gonna talk about Art Fight. Hooray! (laughs) Yay! Art Fight. So, for anybody who is unaware, Art Fight, it's an original art battle game. It's like the toted art battle game. Question, what is an art battle game? (laughs) Yes. So, (laughs) Uh, Like, I get that it's the first one, but I don't even, I don't know what it is. Okay, so what it is, is you sign up and you're on, like, like, a red team or a blue team. They're like, it's not actually red team or blue team, but for the sake of my Uh explanation. And you go in with your OC, your original character, and you get assigned a random person on the opposing team to big air quotes attack. So you go to their profile and you see what their original character looks like. And you draw a piece of art of their character based on the theme of the year, which this year I believe was cyberpunk versus steampunk. And then they can counter the attack by drawing art of your character. And then you can also just attack random people, and you can keep attacking back and forth with the same people. But essentially, the game is you're drawing some random person's original character. And it's supposed to just be a fun way to get art from other people of your character. Yeah, okay. Okay, sure. (laughs) My sister's played it. She says it's fun. Um, I'm not a person who really has a lot of OCs. I stick to pretty generic fan art, personally. (laughs) But, you know, people seem to enjoy it until this year, when the Fire Nation attacked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had never heard of it before this this drama broke, so left a very poor taste in my mouth. And it's, yeah, it's... Super unfortunate that this is the first I heard of this game slash company. I don't know who operates it. I assume a company of some sort. So in reading through their terms of service, they do have like a lot of sort of legal protections listed vaguely towards the bottom of their terms of service. Their whole terms of service in general, very vaguely worded. Yeah, as... As most terms and services are, to give themselves as much legal wiggle room as possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This year they gave themselves a lot of wiggle room for what they ended up doing. Oh. Uh. <laughs> they pulled a McCarthyism. Yeah. So, basically, the story is, in 
art fights terms of service there is prohibited content and the prohibited content was originally listed as not doing uh, sexually explicit content that includes depictions of illegal sex acts uh, illegal content it just says illegal content so fun vague And then content that may violate, harm, or threaten the safety or personal rights of anyone. So, sure. Okay. That's pretty broad. I already have some questions about it, but it seems pretty broad. Just no extreme violence, I guess, because, like, like if someone were to depict a murder, that's illegal content. So I guess Mm -hmm. you can't draw an image of someone, like, stabbing someone else, or, I don't know, freebasing heroin, or <laughs> shoplifting. Like, again, illegal content is huge. Like, that's that's everything from jaywalking to murder. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there, even the blurb about uh, sexually explicit illegal acts, it, they allowed, uh, previously they allowed sexually explicit content, but we're gonna get into what becomes of that. (laughs) But of illegal acts or just sexually explicit content at all? Well, the original term of service says sexually explicit content including depictions of illegal acts. So you would think that means all sexually explicit content, Mm -hmm. right? I would, if I were reading that. Mm -hmm. I also question now whose sexual legality we are following. I presume America, but that is not always the case. Yeah, I believe it's America. Mm -hmm. Don't hold me to that. So, marrying your cousin is fine, depending on the state. (laughs) Also in their terms of service, in the section about links to other sites and or materials, they have this policy. Our terms and policies no longer apply once you leave artfight.net. We do not regulate what is posted outside of artfight and will not search through off-site activity unless given a legally serious reason to, uh, i.e. investigating claims of pedophilia. Okay, so that's new, because when I was first made aware of this problem, originally their terms and services did not apply at all off-site, because that's ridiculous (laughs) to, to have to conduct yourself to Art Fight's terms and services at all times, I guess, like in the privacy of your own home, on different websites, like that's ridiculous and also unenforceable. And now they have they have retroactively changed that, it would seem. They have changed it several times. So this is a change right after when you first found it, which is the art fight wasn't going to deal with you off-site. Then they tried to add in a blurb about Unless we have to go see if you're a pedophile. Yeah, which we can tell, I guess, based on your your online presence. Yeah. I love, I love, well, I don't love. It's, it's telling to me that that is the first crime that they offer as an example. It's the only crime they offer as an example. An extremely rare mental disorder that... Like, basically, you should have to prove that in a court of law. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because then anyone can just point and say, oh, you're a witch, and get Art Fight to ban you. Yeah. If there's no proof required for this extraordinarily heinous crime that you're being accused of, then this is just purely a witch hunt. 
And that is what it became. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. What a surprise. But yeah, now now it's just all that scene in the Crucible. Everyone is accusing one another of being witches to get out of being hanged. I saw Goody Proctor drawing Lollicon. Yeah. <laughs> the problem begins when some artists get kicked from the site without warning or reason. They're given nothing. They're just removed. And... They reach out, try and figure out what's going on. Some of them hear that it's because of off-site activity, that people think they're doing problematic shit off-site, like on Twitter. So over on Art Fight's Twitter, at the Art Fight. <laughs> there is an art fight, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> they start up a chain of defenses. They keep trying to defend themselves. So this first tweet is reminder that if you see any users posting illegal content, please report it. Even if the content is off site, this applies to our moderators. And if you have any concerns about a staff member, please email their email address ASAP. The safety of our minor users is priority. So call the action again, <laughs> illegal content. Mm. Illegal content is hugely vague. I assume illegal content in America, but even then, legality of certain issues changes wildly from state to state. So yeah, that could be, like, I don't know, if a character is a felon, like, canonically, and they are in possession of a handgun, like, as part of their character design, do we have to report that character? <laughs> Banned. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious, because yeah, it's technically- I- it, 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 it adheres to the conditions of their terms and services. So I would call shenanigans if they if they blocked <laughs> one sort of illegal content, huge scare quotes, and not the other. Because clearly they're just using this hugely vague clause in their terms of services to just whatever we don't like, we get to delete. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah... Like, other people have brought this up because uh, in in many countries, it's illegal to be gay. In many countries, you can be executed for being gay still. So what is what is legal in my country may not be legal in someone else's. So whose mm-hmm. illegal content do, do we adhere to? Uh, clearly the Western, predominantly white colonial nations. I mean, one would suspect, but even then, cousin marriage is fine. Yeah. These people, you know, shit the bed about incest ships because they knew each other when they were 14 or something. But in, <laughs> in several states in America, you can legally marry your first cousin. Mm-hmm. In many states in America, you can get married as young as 15 with your parents' permission. Yep. So I don't think that American moralism is as highly developed as you think it is there, art fight board of seniors or whatever the fuck. Again, I don't know. I don't really know the structure of this company, so no. I don't know who's making these decisions. Uh, uh, I know that most of this was run just by like a moderator team. I'm sure there's like some sort of higher up, but a lot of this... A lot of this is just people on the ground being dumbasses. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, again, I'd never heard of this, so I have no idea, like, the average number of users that Art Fight gets. But it seems to be a lot. Like, it seems to be several thousand, given the splash this news made on social media. So for a company or a project with that big a user base... 
this seems like a very half-assed, slapdash sort of rolling out of a new TOS. Yeah. Like, they had very bad PR management. They had very bad, like, PR management after it, you know, blew back on them. So, uh. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And the thing is, when you heard about it, and you let me know about it, was right around when this first tweet came out. Yes. So by the time I got to their terms of service, they'd already added the little in parentheses, unless it applies to pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> and again, the, the interesting thing once more is that according to their own terms of services, drawings of underage sex acts are not illegal in America. So this is actually not illegal activity or mm. illegal contents. And I mean, you can dislike that. You can hate that. You can put in your terms of services no sexual content involving characters under 18. That's perfectly reasonable, mm. especially if you if you allow minors and kids to, to use your website. Mm-hmm. Perfectly reasonable. Oh, yeah. But when you just call it illegal content, you have now blacklisted all of this other sort of content, like, you know, maybe certain sex acts, maybe incorporating, like, certain types of weapons or behavior into your artwork, while simultaneously not forbidding the thing you originally intended to forbid. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I am, I am certain that no one, like, some fucking furry artist using this art fight website would never, like, take them to court over, <laughs> over the <laughs> abuse of their terms and services agreement. Mm. But if they did, art fight would lose. Because, yep. again, the only time the Protect Act has ever been tried in a court of law in America, it has failed. Because it infringes too much on freedom of speech and, and nothing. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... <laughs> so not only has art fight, like, now forbidden a lot of things that were not otherwise forbidden. It has also forbidden, or it has also failed to forbid the thing they were trying to get rid of, which I am right. completely in favor of. Like, forbid sexual content of characters that are under 18, mm-hmm. or under 17, or 16, or whatever age of consent you want to have. Because again, not even that is the same everywhere in America. Yeah. The age of consent varies state to state. <laughs> and fine. Like, I get that that might be a little upsetting to some people, but I also get that running an event like this, trying to please everyone, is impossible. So if you just want a hard and fast rule to just save yourself the headache, then do it. Certainly. This weird chickening out shit left a bad taste in my mouth. This just really, yeah. Well, and certainly the solution to their big air quotes problem uh, shouldn't have been to start a McCarthyism. Well, no. And no. I think it should be noted, like the the tweet uh, that I initially saw Uh, I don't know the person myself. Like, I don't know them in person. I don't follow them on Twitter. I don't know who they are. But they claim, at least, that what they were accused of, which I believe was drawing incest porn or shipping an incest ship or something, is not something they do. They adamantly, vehemently denied ever doing, ever having a ship that was incestuous at all. I can't confirm that, but they at least claimed it very publicly over and over again. Secondly... (laughs) I do personally know someone who got banned from Art Fight and know for a fact that the claims against them were bullshit. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, an ex-coworker of both mine and Kelties, yep. a, a non-binary person. I didn't know they were in fandom 
Like, I, I don't, we never spoke to them about fandom stuff. We weren't, we're not even really friends, but like, I worked with them a lot. And then as this was all happening, like a day or two later, Kelty sees on Facebook them post being like, I got banned from Art Fight for drawing pedophilia or something. Yeah. <laughs> I should point out, they don't even really draw people. Yeah. That much. Their art's so, very abstract. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was bullshit. That was just, like, I would go to the Supreme Court swearing on whichever holy text you have me swear on mm-hmm. that, that that was 100% a false report or a false flag or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, like, that was super discouraging that, of course, because of course these things always are coded language to target queer people mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. these sorts of things always impact queer people and you know quote-unquote queer romances the most and something tells me that they certainly aren't policing like depictions of violence in art the same way that they are policing supposed incest and pedophilia that seems to be the only one they ever complain about in their tweets <laughs> well because it's extremely american this idea that sex is harmful and violence is not, at least fictitiously. Mm -hmm. Like, fictitious sex is going to warp the minds of children and, I don't know, the the human body is bad, don't look at it. (laughs) And simultaneously, guns are cool, we should have as little gun control as possible, Mm -hmm. solving your problems with punches is badass, (laughs) and... Also, like, the underclass deserves to die in an opioid tidal wave or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's totally the opposite, uh, in, in Europe, for example. Like, if you compare, like, film, European film is, well, it's not full, but there is a lot more casual inclusion of sexuality and just nudity. Like, Mm-hmm. It's not huge. It's not a big fucking deal. Like, if, if someone is topless or naked briefly in a scene, because it's like, I don't know, it's like a scene of two people getting ready for the day, or it's a scene where, you know, people are obviously post-sex and one of them gets up to, you know, wash or whatever. That's really standard, actually. And it actually used to be more standard in America in the 70s, like, before the MPAA really got a stranglehold on the American film industry. Mm-hmm. And... Conversely, violence in European film is rated much more aggressively. Any sorts of violence is rated much, much more aggressively. Like, it gets a much higher rating compared to American violence. In America, the MPAA, your film can have an unlimited body count so long as there is minimal blood. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can have, like, Bond films where, like, the protagonist has, like, a triple-digit body count by the end of the film, be rated PG-13, because there's usually not a lot of focus on, like, the violence or the suffering. It's kind of a very sanitized depiction of killing. It also has to be red blood, because that's how, um... Oh, God, what's that cute movie about the star that comes down, turns into a person? Stardust. Yeah. Um, the blood in that movie was blue. And, like, they showed it, but it's blue. So they, like... PG-13. I didn't know <laughs> yes. that. Actually, similarly, um, the Lord of the Rings films would have been rated R because they're essentially war films. Like, they, mm-hmm. they show 
death on a scale of thousands, and they're they're incredibly violent. But because most of the violence is toward non-human creatures, namely the orcs, the MPAA considers that not as bad, giant mm-hmm. air quotes, so they were able to be rated <laughs> PG-13. And I'm certainly not saying that, like, violence in fiction or movies causes violence in real life. I am absolutely not about that argumentation. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to me how America, particularly the film industry, gives a pass to violent content, particularly violent content that's, like, heavily sanitized and removed from, like, the actual causes and effects of actual violence, um, Mm -hmm. gives that a pass, whereas, like, just a woman existing topless is, like, an R. There's no, there's no nudity allowed, even in a non-sexual capacity, in anything below an R rating. And, like, swearing, too. Like, Yeah, the, I think it's just fuck. You get one fuck in a PG-13 movie. <laughs> and, like, fuck. make it count. Yeah, you have to make it count. And um, so a movie like The King's Speech, for instance, that came out in 2010... For those unaware, it is based on a true story about an English king, I think it's King George VI, who was is born with a speech impediment, like, in real life, he was really born with a stutter, and he works with a speech therapist in the 30s to overcome it because he is going to be king one day, and in this new age of technology, that involves, like, addressing the public, like, not just in person, but on the radio and stuff. And his speech therapist notices that when he's angry, and particularly when he's swearing, he doesn't stutter. So that's where they start, basically. Like, he just, he has the king swear to maximum capacity. Just, like, swear for as long as you can, see how long you can go (laughs) without stuttering once. And so there's a famous funny scene where, like, this super uptight, blue-blood English nobility, you know, heir to the throne has to say a bunch of dirty words, and it's funny. And I actually saw that film when I was living in the UK. So (laughs) I saw it with an English audience. And in the UK, it is rated PG. Because while he says a lot of words, I'm pretty sure he says fuck a lot. I'm pretty sure he might even say cunt. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. But I mean, cunt is not that bad. It was on Misfits, and Misfits was like... (laughs) And so there's like a solid minute where he's just swearing nonstop. And because he's not like doing it in anger or at anyone, the ratings body in the UK considers that acceptable for children because it's in a context that children can grasp is not mean mean or aggressive or violent or at anyone or to like diminish anyone. Mm -hmm. And And kids think swearing is funny. Kids do think swearing is funny. And (sighs) in America, I'm pretty sure that whole film is rated R because of that. Because of that one. There There is no violence or nudity in that film. That is the sole reason that America considers it inappropriate for people under the age of 18. Still gave it an Oscar, though. Yeah, they did. It did win the Oscar. I did enjoy watching Colin Firth swear. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I mean, it was yeah. wonderful. I think it's a good movie. I think that Colin Firth is a good actor. But that example, to me, really highlights the differences between what the UK considers acceptable for children and what America considers acceptable for children. For sure. Infavorably to America, in in my estimation. But so... Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, that's basically what Art Fight is doing, if I understand correctly. There is this specter of pedophilia, this, like, boogeyman of child abuse, because... (laughs) 
I wish I should find this quote, but um, I watched a documentary, like a news documentary on QAnon late last year, like either during, like in the run up to or soon after the election, where a sociologist in t- discussing QAnon, whose main belief is that Democrats are sexually abusing children to live forever, or some variation of that. Americans have this ultimate boogeyman of pedophilia. He he says that Americans are concerned with pedophilia far more than it actually occurs. (laughs) It's a a horrible problem. It's bad. (laughs) We should punish those who abuse children, obviously. But Americans are preoccupied with it to a degree that is that is disproportionate to the actual rates and occur- of occurrences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can see that both in QAnon, with the belief that, like, the Democrats and Hollywood elites and whatever are sacrificing children to drink their blood to live forever, or they're, that, like, Jeffrey Epstein was, like, pimping out young girls, like, globally, and, like... He was, but mm-hmm. but certainly not to a degree where, like, everyone was in on the conspiracy, you know? Like, he still mm-hmm. managed to get arrested. He still managed to die somehow in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not fucking touching that hornet's nest. But, like... It's interesting you bring that up because their first defense after starting the witch hunt is in this series of three little tweets in which they say... Uh, we'll be working on expanding our terms of service soon to be more clear. We apologize for any confusion. Whenever we make any changes to the terms of service, you are to be notified via an announcement banner on the top of your screen. So on their site. Uh, not on the website, but just on your personal profile. Like your dashboard? Yeah. Uh, and then they go on to say, Pedophilia is a huge issue in this world. We do not allow any form of this on site and will ban users for indulging in this content, even if it's off-site. We aim to protect and ensure our minor users are safe. If you have a concern about someone, please report them on-site. And then their third tweet is just how to report them. So, yeah, yeah, it's further ramping up of this witch hunt via cult of the child. But we have to protect the children! Mm -hmm. Think of the children! And like, it, again, the usage of the word pedophilia specifically is funny because... Funny. Well, yeah, it's not funny. It's interesting because pedophilia is technically a mental illness. Like, it is not the action. It is not the physical abuse of a child. It is mm-hmm. the desire. It is all in your head. Again, the law doesn't care why you abused a child whether it was because you were genuinely no bullshit attracted to them or opportunity. (laughs) Most people who abuse children are not pedophiles. Mm -hmm. They're actually just... They're just bad people. They're just bad people. Yeah. They just have the opportunity and a victim who can't fight back. And, like, it's one thing to have child abuse outlawed in your terms of services, which... Again, I wouldn't argue with. I think that's perfectly fine and acceptable. But accusing someone of pedophilia is like a thought crime. Right. Because you are accusing them of desiring children sexually. Which is, again, different from child abuse. Mm -hmm. So it, I guess it just doesn't have the, like, 
visceral reaction. Like the word, the phrase child abuse doesn't have the visceral disdain, hateful reaction that the word pedophilia does. And that's the only reason I can think of for continuing to use it incorrectly. Yeah. Like the word rape versus the word sexual assault. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. one just has a visceral taboo around it. And the other one is much more clinical and sounds like legalese and doesn't feel as bad, I guess. And similarly, because we have expanded our definition of what sexual assault can include, a lot of sexual assaults are technically not rape, because rape usually isn't, like, the way it's written into the penal code is usually a penetration of a woman sometimes, like, specifically. Sometimes, in some jurisdictions, men cannot legally be raped. So that's the only reason I can think of that they would say pedophilia is a huge problem in the world and not child abuse. Right. It is a huge problem in the sense that literally nobody, even pedophiles, think that it's okay. (laughs) Like, that's the thing that blows my mind, is that people are like, this fan fiction or fan art or whatever, art fight submission, is going to change how people think about the most heinous crime humanly possible. That's that's the thing that blows my mind, is that, like, people are like, you're normalizing pedophilia. No, I'm not. As, nobody, if, as if it could be normalized. Nobody in the world has that power. Nobody can do that. The one crime we all agree is bad. <laughs> It is so hardwired in our brains to not hurt children, especially in a sexual way, that, like, even people who have this mental disorder know it's bad. I I don't know how to tell this to you guys. No one is going to normalize pedophilia. It's impossible. There's mm-hmm. no way that it's ever going to happen. It's nobody... It's, it's frustrating to see people point at, like, what they call the Jaws effect of, like, mm. the film Jaws, they claim, led to an escalation in shark killings and, like, threw the ecosystem into disarray and, you know, made people afraid to take baths, even though there was no way a shark could get into their bathtub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, first of all, the first claim that it directly led to an increase in shark killings is hotly contested Uh and secondly it's important to note that even when there is a effect or a noticeable trend like this where like people are afraid to take baths because they saw the movie jaws and it terrified them of water so much that's all incredibly temporary like there's no one today who is still afraid to take a bath because of the film jaws that they saw in 1979 i also should point out the issue that i have with people citing the jaws effect uh, sharks were already scary, y'all. <laughs> we already had a fear of sharks. That's society. That's why the movie happened. Their throats with teeth. <laughs> like, Steven Spielberg wasn't like, what if people were afraid of Wh- sharks? What if I single-handedly <laughs> made everyone terrified of sharks? We, we all were afraid <laughs> of sharks. I shouldn't cite Steven Spielberg. That was a, there was a book, Jaws. I do know of it. Uh, I read it even, but I can't remember who wrote it. Sorry. But the thing is, it didn't come out of thin air. We didn't, we didn't suddenly decide that sharks were bad. The Jaws effect, there's a base point of already being afraid of sharks and already killing sharks. 
and and that escalated. Yeah, but, like, like most sharks, the the majority of sharks are not killed because people are afraid of them. They're they're killed for soup. Yes, they're that's also they're killed but, for shark fin soup. But the thing is that after Game of Thrones aired, there was not suddenly an influx of people fucking their twins. So you <laughs> you can't really cite the Jaws effect as as at all similar. It, it's it's just it's not it's not going to turn, it's not the same. It's not going to turn a taboo into a cultural norm. Thank you. It's just not. It won't. Like yeah, and again, and you can think Game of Thrones is good or not, but it was the most watched show. For, I guess, nine and a half years, because they took a year off. And, yes, had a whole bunch of rape, had a whole bunch of incest. Child brides. Had a whole bunch of child brides. Had a whole bunch of animal cruelty. Uh (laughs) General cruelty. Infant murders. And, uh, yeah, no one walked away from viewing that material being like, wow, I, I gotta, I gotta get in a child sacrifice real good. It yeah. seemed to work out real good for those folks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just apply the Jaws effect to yes, like exploiting an already existing cultural fear is not the same as single-handedly transforming a cultural taboo into something normative instantly. Because yep. I saw it in a movie once. Yeah, that's just that's one hundred percent. The argument, like, those kids did Columbine because they played Doom. Yeah. And you sound just as asinine saying it. So, Art Fight makes its final defense and says, Please be assured, we heavily look into the reports we receive and make sure there are proper and legitimate evidence to back up these claims. Which, bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I mean, I... I have proof of bullshit. I personally know that that's bullshit. (laughs) Uh, and then they go on to say, Art Fight runs on a report basis system, uh, meaning we respond to reports on all site content. After receiving a report about a user, we will evaluate their profile and may look off site, depending on the severity of the content. At this point, they update their terms of service and send out an email. And I received a screenshot of this email through somebody who was arbitrarily just banned from art fight with no excuse um but so they shared it with me and they have (laughs) they certainly updated the things that they uh, now prohibit which are um (laughs) let's see here okay this is this i think is a slightly better explanation of what you are uh not allowed to have on your website and you should have started with Sexually explicit content includes stimulation of genitals, masturbation, any form of intercourse, erections, bodily fluids, Uh. sexualized art, and descriptions depicting characters younger than 18 years old may not be submitted on Art Fight. Uh, This includes characters that visually appear like minors under 18, no matter the age listed. If you have a question about an image or character, please contact an administrator. Which, that last part, no, disagree with. But at least you're being open about yes. the fact that you're like... <laughs> they, they are being... Yeah. That is much more plain. That is much more easy to follow. It's incredibly discriminatory to towards certain bodies. Mm-hmm. But at mm-hmm. least they are being black and white about it. 
you you can 100% determine what is allowed and what is not allowed. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, on a whim, I reached out to Art Fight because we have a podcast <laughs> about nerd news. Fair. <laughs> and I asked if they'd be interested in giving us a statement. And they responded. Boy, did they. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Because it's super dumb. <laughs> Great. I mean, honestly, no no comment would have been better. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, right? Again, you need to fire you need to fire your PR person. <laughs> so I ask if they uh would like to give comment, give them a link to our podcast, I explain what we talk about, I say we're gonna cover this issue that's going on. <laughs> and they respond with, Hi there. This isn't something we're willing to do at this moment, as we are extremely busy preparing the site for the competition. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so instead of just saying no or ignoring me, yeah, like just we're too busy to talk about it, dude. Just don't reply to the email. <laughs> just we're a tidy. Delete the email. We're man. A tidy podunk podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that's. That's very funny to me. Yeah, that that last bit about appearing underage is sure still a gray area. Because adults are short sometimes. I'm short. Adults are, I don't know, flat-chested sometimes. Sometimes adults can't grow facial hair. All sorts of things. And all of these other signifiers of, quote, you know, being an adult. Also, a little... The potential to be a little racist, because... There are certain ethnicities that don't conform to Western ideas of what, you know, an adult looks like. Mm-hmm. I see, I yeah, I see the potential of that being a, a teensy bit racist. Just a teensy bit. I would hope that they would only enforce that in extreme situations where it's just a toddler. And they're like, no, they're actually 800 and just look like that. Mm-hmm. Like... But I somehow doubt that that will be the case. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of people dropped out of Art Fight this year because of this drama. Mm -hmm. They just... Rightfully so. Even if they didn't have their profile, like, revoked, they were like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put up with a witch hunt. Exactly. And why would you? They already have to deal with it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is Art Fight? Who cares? (laughs) I didn't know mm-hmm. about it. And everyone knows that if I don't know about it, it's not worth knowing about. <laughs> exactly. So that's essentially the state of what happened with Art Fight. I know that several people who really were knocking down Art Fight's door, advocating that their art was not uh, against terms of service, received their profiles back. Okay. And, you know, good for them for sticking to it because they wanted it that badly, I guess. Some moderator got overzealous. Mm. I did, I don't know if you heard anything about this. I did hear that the mods originally banned someone for drawing ship art of Team Fortress 2 of a ship with two adults. No. No? Okay. So I cannot verify this. This is purely fandom gossip. Mm -hmm. But... I heard that on Twitter that this all got started because one of the moderators banned someone for drawing Team Fortress 2 art, I think including Scout, uh, or The Scout, who is a character who's like, 
I don't know, he's like a lanky baseball player from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. yeah. is like his aesthetic. And so he's like, I don't know, he looks like he's in his early 20s, he talks with a Brooklyn accent, he has a baseball bat that he beats people to death with. And yeah. apparently they decided that the artist drew this character to underage, quote unquote. And that was what incited this whole fucking meltdown. I hope that's true. What a... What mm-hmm. a silly instigating event. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is pretty silly. I haven't had any good Team Fortress drama in a minute. Team Fortress is still happening. That yeah. is that is a 13-year-old fandom. Yeah, it was like Val... It was part of the orange box, which was Valve's, like, weird little gift box. Like, we're sorry, we still haven't made Half-Life 3 <laughs> 13 yeah. years ago. And it included Portal, like, the first Portal... And Team Fortress 2, which are two games that are very fondly remembered. Like, they were they were hugely popular and highly regarded. I guess Team Fortress 2 is still fucking cracking along, man. Mm-hmm. I remember all the weird fandom ship art of the Team Fortress characters. It was pretty funny. It was pretty Beca- cute. <laughs> because they're not, like... To my knowledge, they don't even have names. They're, like, just their class name. It's just, like, the Scout or the Spy or the Demo Man... The pyro. Yes. And they all have really, like, really vividly drawn mm-hmm. characters. Like, the spy is, like, douchey French guy. The sniper is, like, very based on, like, Crocodile Dundee. Mm. And and then, yeah, the scout is, like, a kid from Brooklyn with a baseball bat and a ball cap. And he's just, he's very, like, he, it's like he's, like, a nine-year-old with ADD, but, yeah. like, in a grown man's body. And he just, he is the scout, so, you know, you run around scouting out the opposite team and, you know, pick them off and report back. I imagine I've never played Team Fortress 2. And yeah, wow, it's weird to think that that fandom is still going. Good for them, man. Good for them. I remember this weird, like, because the tone of the game is very comedic, but I remember this weird, very serious webcomic. Yep. That ran for years about it. I only have the vaguest memories of this. Does anyone else remember it? I I read it. Yeah, that was the reason that I tried to get the game. Do you remember what it was called? No, I don't remember what it was called. Oh, fuck. Okay. I I don't feel like Googling that. (laughs) I I was like, are we going to (laughs) look? I remember, because I remember, like, my icon was a little scout from there, too. Mm -hmm. I was was into that webcomic. It was pretty gay it was just hilarious to me i just remember all the like fan art i enjoyed the fan art and that one i want to say it was an official video where it was like what is the pyro thinking about and it was the pyro like blowing instead of fire it was like teddy bears and hearts and unicorns oh yeah because the pyro is like head to toe in like a fireman's suit like, yeah. you can't see anything of them. They are 100% covered with, like, a gas mask on their face and stuff. And their character was always that they're they're a little bit psycho. Like, they're a, <laughs> they're just, they're a little too into the murder and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, but in, <laughs> apparently in Pyro's mind, they're just, they're having the time of their life, living it up, setting people on fire. The webcomic I was thinking of is called Quanta Vida. That's it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was a very serious gay fan comic about Team Fortress 2 that a bunch of my friends were into mm-hmm. for a minute there. Well, like, because the blue team and the red team were all, like, in love with each other. Yeah, that yeah. was the premise. 
It was like a Romeo Juliet thing, but in Team Fortress 2. Yeah. Aww. It ran between 2008 and 2011. Remember, I was into that whenever we like first met, Bliss. I remember you were into Team Fortress 2 like fan art and stuff because that was on my dash a lot just from like you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at all this fun art from a game I don't yeah. play. Yay! Same. <laughs> that seems cute. <laughs> Hard same. It was just, oh, I don't know what this game really well, is about, but... I want I want all of the characters to sleep with each other, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, we talked about the thing. <laughs> yeah, we did. Do you guys. You guys have a happy. You guys have a happy ending for me. Uh. Do we? Uh. No, we're still watching G- King of the Hill, Game uh, of the Thrones. G- Game of the Hill. About to say it. <laughs> Game of the Hill. Game of the Hill. That would be funny. Oh god, you know how Bob's Burgers did a Game of Thrones episode? Mm-hmm. I know it ended too soon, but if King of the Hill did a Game of Thrones episode, that would have been funny. Oh my god, it would have been so great, though. Because, like, Joseph and Bobby would have been really into it, and Hank would have been like, <laughs> yeah, Hank would have like forbidden it in his house, and so the plot would have revolved around Bobby having to sneak to someone else's house to watch it yeah. or something. Connie too. Con would have probably and, like, have not allowed it in his Dale house. and Boomhauer would have been real into it and want to talk about it in the back lane <laughs> all the time. Bill would have gotten into it just so he could be invited yeah, to the discussions. And Bill and Hank would have been like, "That's nonsense." <laughs> Oh, that would have been cute. That would have been cute. But I, I'm actually just, uh, again, with the regression to simpler times, I have been playing old Pokemon games. Yeah. That's basically, I, I've been playing a Heart Gold on an emulator, and mm. uh, I'm happy. Aww. Because I'm... I am regressing to things that made me happy as a child to try and make me happy in this hellscape we find ourselves in today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I ended up watching the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, without spoiling anything, I give it three out of five stars. Wasn't bad. Wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. So. That's fair. There is a post credit scene, in case anybody cares. I assume most people care. It's a whole Marvel thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I recommend people watch it. It's good. I don't think it's a movie... Uh, that would have been as good if they had made it six years ago. I think it would have been way more base if they'd made it six years ago. That's good. That's nice to know. It would have probably been Captain Marvel, which I think everyone found pretty mediocre, which is a shame because I really love um, actress whose name I forget. Brie Larson. (laughs) Brie Larson, that's her. I think she's a great actress. I like Carol Danvers, the character. I love Carol Danvers. I just, the movie felt, well, and again, I don't blame this totally on the crew. Like, a lot of the Marvel films, like, post-Disney acquisition, have felt very mediocre. With the exception of, like, the big Avengers films, because they're just not allowed to, they're not allowed to take any risks. And this is Marvel! They weren't taking risks in the first place, but now they're allowed to take even fewer risks. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, it really feels like filmmaking by committee design, and the films suffer for it. Like, the things that made them enjoyable in the first place, and, like, catapulted them to, like, this 
worldwide phenomenon franchise status that we have now, it, it didn't come out of nowhere. Like, they weren't, at least in my opinion, they weren't, like, garbage from the start. Mm-hmm. But it is it is harder to enjoy them, I find. Like, Kelty mm-hmm. loves Spider-Man. It's her favorite superhero. But, like, we saw the Spider-Man sequel once and then forgot about it immediately because mm-hmm. it was just very bland and blah and not yeah, good. Yeah, and I actually was really happy when they cast him because he actually looks like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, Tobey Maguire was, like, what, 42? <laughs> <laughs> and I... I love those movies. I do, like, too. Like, unironically, not a joke, love the first three Spider-Man movies. Yes, I said three. I like Spider-Man 3. I know who I am. It's a good movie. Fuck anybody who it's says otherwise. Fun. If you If you say otherwise and you comment that you don't like it and we're wrong, thanks for the engagement, but you're wrong. <laughs> like, the thing is, is that, yeah, the sequel was just kind of meh. And it, it kind of broke my heart a little bit. That's my issue with Black Widow. Is it's not bad. It's good. I'll give it that. It's just I guess because there had been so much buildup and we'd waited for so long. And Natasha has an interesting backstory. I was mm-hmm. expecting more. And like yeah. they gave me very safe Disney content. Where they also yeah. couldn't really yeah. 100% pick a storyline to follow, which is just also very indicative of Disney's movies. But Yeah, it's very post-Disney acquisition Marvel film. It's like, also just have... very Disney movie lately. Yeah, they have like three different storylines and can't focus on one. Like how mm-hmm. Frozen was three different movies squished into one. And then the fucking payoff at the end. Just pick one storyline, please. Mm-hmm. Or even two if you think you can juggle it. But You can't. Anyway. <laughs> Start with one. Work your uh, <laughs> But anyway, it is good. Watch it. Watch it if you want to. I'm not your boss. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll do it for us this week. I want to give a shout out to NSF Witchy, who provided me the screenshot of the updated terms of service for Art Fight and helped explain how the whole thing worked. As well as a shout out to my sister, whose birthday it is uh, as of time of recording, for helping explain to me how the game worked. But yeah, otherwise, if you'd like to find us online, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Blissfully Show. I post links to our YouTube there. If you're watching us on YouTube, hi, hello, comment, let us know if there's something you'd like to have us cover. Or, you know, if you feel strongly about Spider-Man 3, try me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear your opinions. Uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm interested. (laughs) And, um, yeah, until next time, y'all. Bye. 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 Throw a dart at a board and be like, bam, 17. You can't, can't, can't even kiss under 17 or whatever. Stop holding hands. Yeah, no holding hands, no making eye contact.